This is The Ticket, all sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle, Ray Ellis, and Fan Man. Your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America. Hey, 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 I think I'm hot again. This you guy, are hot again. Jeez, hot. that blew my ears out. Yeah, last week they said I was a little hotter than you were. You're always you know, hot, so. baby. <laughs> You're hot. Hey, don't take this pink shirt the wrong way. Yeah, you're wearing pink today. What is it with this pink? Well, I don't know what it is about pink, but I, I got something else I want to talk to you about. That's like 1960s. First of all, let me say this. Listen, you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Fan Man. And uh, Fan Man, guess yes. what? Yes, what? I truly believe, in, my, in the bottom of my heart, I mm-hmm. now know what? Barry Bonds was not taking steroids. And why is that? There's no way in the world Barry Bonds was taking steroids. And why is that? I, I know for sure. Well, and why? How do because... You know? You know that little piece they did on us that they put out on the web? Uh-huh. You know, uh, Voice America Sports? Oh, the video. And you, and you and I are on there? Yeah. That's my, funny. M- man, my head is so big. You look like a big, 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 heavy set guy. I look like a guy. I would say fat, but you might get upset. I look like a guy who's on steroids. So, listen, my, <laughs> my head, I'm telling you, somebody who knew me before, uh-huh. and they saw that. Mm-hmm. They would not think that's just a thing. Barry Bond should <laughs> call me. Barry, call me. Well, I, I can I can tell you you're not on steroids, Barry. Don't they always say that uh, when you're on camera, uh, you know, gain, gets, you gain ten pounds or something? Yeah, you you, but not your head. Yeah, well, you got a big head. Yeah, well, no, I don't have a big yeah. head. It just looks like that. Well, I didn't get big. I look like a little puny guy on the side with a big guy like no, you. No, you look like a guy who got a 15 yard unsportsmanlike <laughs> penalty on him because you just pouted because well, you said something wrong about the kicker. And let me, kicker, yeah, please, well, can I just say this? Yeah, I, I, I know we always give kickers a problem. The kickers, but, did, but did you see the kicker for the tennis for? Tennessee? Yeah, I no, not for Tennessee. No, uh, for, for for Houston Texans. Yeah, he I, tried to pick up a, a a ball that was that was that was hiked over his head. Why do they do that? He couldn't pick up he, the bridge. Man, don't he they teach that in in, pre- in training camp? Well, how listen, to pick up a football? <laughs> listen, you're supposed to learn that when you're he in Pop Warner. It was beyond recovery a fumble. He could not even. He didn't have enough coordination to bend down. And pick, and pick up a pick football. That's unbelievable. That is embarrassing. And embarrassing. you know, that man probably makes ooh, well over a quarter of a million dollars. A lot of money. He probably makes about uh, maybe a half a million bucks or a little bit. Unbelievable. And can't even pick up a football. Talking about football, did you see that game last night? Well, you know what? Uh... It's a great game, you know, and and you know, and remember our good friend Pat Summerall told mm-hmm. us, you know, to watch the way we use that word, word great, great, and describing players. That was great, but uh, that was a great performance by Far. Brett Favre, the the old man, the the old man. He too is in the senior citizens. He is truly has his senior citizens. I have a, I have a, que- I have a question for you about Brett Favre. If he, is he doing this because he's coming to the end of his career, or is he doing it because he finally has a good offensive line? I mean, well, is it both or is it one of the it's, other? It's very interesting because you, and I, I, fan man, I give you more and more respect each time we get together because Thank I you, truly right? believe Thank you. now you're making sense. You're the oh, educated fan. I'm an educated fan now. And you said, is it the offensive line? Yeah, the you're offensive exactly line. Right. What is of that? Which many people don't realize the fact that guess what? If the offense, it all starts up front. If you don't get it done up front, I don't care how good of a quarterback you are in the NFL. 
in high school and college, mm-hmm. you're going to be flat on your back. I hope the Cardinals watched that game last night. Well, it's interesting that you say that about the Cardinals because many times the reasons that the Cardinals have struggled has been because of their offensive line, which mm-hmm. is getting better. But the, getting better. But the quarterbacks are getting hurt because they're getting hit. Right. That's, Pey- Peyton yeah. Manning, Tom Brady. They don't. They never get hurt. You know, I know it's AstroTurf, but still, if you watch these guys when they play on grass, their uniforms don't get too dirty. No, they don't. They're, they're never on the ground. And it is. It is. It is truly. I, and it, it's interesting it's you say that because I was going to talk about that on the show, and I didn't even tell you that because. Oh, you're keeping I, secrets. I, I wanted no. I'm, I wanted to just catch a cold. Oh. And oh, see if you know it. You trying to do that. And it, it, but it's something you picked it up, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The offensive line has really given Brett Farr new life. And because of that, he's not banged up. He's probably, if, if they would have asked him, his body probably feels better this time of the year than it has in several years mm-hmm. because this offensive line has really jailed. Mm-hmm. That's how good of a quarterback he is when he's protected and he can do his job. That play last night in overtime. How many yards? Was it 83 yards it was or something? It, it, 82, what, 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 82, 82 yards. It's, it's the I second mean, longest play in that, the history of the National Football that League. That was amazing. Of a game-winning touchdown in overtime. And you know who has the longest play? Who is that? Jaws. Really? Rajorski? 99 yards to quick six. And that's what it was. Quick six? It, it was quick six. He no threw kidding. that ball to Mike Quick. 99 what game was yards. That? What, what game it was, was that? against, I think we played uh, maybe Atlanta. I don't even know who it was. It didn't make a difference, man. Wow. Mike was gone. Wow. He caught it in stride, and he was gone. Just pretty much like Brett threw the ball last night. What he's, what he's concerned about is that he threw the ball, that his receiver could catch it in stride. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, man, that was just an ab- and that absolutely wasn't just against, fabulous game. And that wasn't just against two guys that don't know how to play, you know, in the secondary. You're talking about, you know, some, you know, Dre Bly mm-hmm. and, and also uh, Chan Bailey. Two of the best cornerbacks in, in, in the league. And, and he burned them both. And he burned them both. Amazing. But, but it's so hard. This is what people don't understand. It is so hard to be a cornerback in the National Football League. Those guys only made two mistakes the whole night. The whole night. And it cost them and the game. And it cost them the game. You can't, you, you just can, you got to play mistake-free football. And that's what you got to do. It seems like all these positions need to be mistake-free football. Anyway, you're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on uh, the Voice America Sports Radio Network along with Fan Man. And uh, don't forget, we have uh, you can call in and talk to us. That's, a, that's amazing. Anywhere in the country, yeah. The engineer's going, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. 1-866-472-5788. Again, 866-472-5788. And the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, well, you know, it, they, they had a buy. You know, they had a buy, and, and I think it was good that they had a buy. I can tell we're not, we're not arguing today. Yeah, funny, well, it? it gives us a couple times to relax and catch our <laughs> breath and, you know, and, and look at some other teams across the league. Right. But uh, certainly, as a matter of fact, we're going to have uh, uh, one of our correspondents. We have a correspondent now. Do you know that? We have a correspondent? We have a correspondent out on the East Coast. And, uh, okay, and who is Jeff Mosher is going to call in a little bit later to give us okay. some insight of what's happening with our Philly boys back there. So he's going to give an insight into the Eagles. They won, they won the game. Yeah. They, um, AD was, like, being pounced on. He, I mean, he had a couple good runs here and there. But I watched the game on uh, on DirecTV. I, I finally got DirecTV. TV. So I did watch Donovan. The team looked a lot better. I said the Eagles would lose again. I'll put my 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 face where it doesn't belong. When you know, I, I know, but well, I still just... feel that they they're we'll we'll find out from Jeff what the inside scoop is in Philly. What's going on with those guys? Again, the phone number eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. 866-472-5788. The Cardinals uh, back against playing uh, Tampa Bay this uh, this coming weekend. 
Um, what do you think about that? Well, you know, I think it's going to be it's going to be good for the Cardinals. The fact that they had a bye week, you know, they, they were on well, somewhat of a slide. That's good for every team to have a bye week. Well, they were somewhat on, on a negative slide because they lost two games in a row, you know, two very close games. In fact, every game we've had this year has been very close. Mm-hmm. But I think it was good. It's a chance to get a couple of people that are banged up, a little bit healed. I expect Antoine Bolden to come out with a, a, a real big game. Mm-hmm. You know, even though this is uh, – Tampa is a team of which – you know, they're always very good defensively. They pay that, that cover, too, as well as any team in the league. You know, and I, I, expect us to, I expect us to be challenged, but I expect us to win because we have to win. We have to win that game. Yeah, they, the, they have to win that game. Yeah, this conference is, is starting to get really tight now. It's getting and, tight. And because of the fact that— Is this week number nine? Yeah, this is week number nine. God, but it's fast, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and that's what I'm saying. See, we've got— we, we've only played seven games mm-hmm. in the first, you know, half because mm-hmm. of the fact that we had a bye. Right, so right. we've got nine games left. And we've got how many victories so far? Uh, three. We've got three victories. Yeah. So that means I said we need, I thought nine games could possibly you're, you're win nine, this conference seven? or get us in. You're saying nine, seven I'm still? I'm saying nine and seven. And we, we, so we you're saying, do you it. think they're going to win six games, really? We have to win uh, six okay, games. Okay, we'll see. In I, order to stay competitive and then make it into the playoffs and have a chance to continue to be the, the team, the number one team in the, mm-hmm. in, in the position of which you could host the Super Bowl Ah, I think we got to win those. Well, Larry Fitzgerald has some off-field problems. He's a uh, wide receiver for the Cardinals. He denied knowledge of a paternity complaint followed by a Raider, 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 what is Raiderette? Is that what they call him in Oakland? The cheerleaders at Raider. She's a Raiderette. Raiderette. She's a Raiderette. And she says that Fitzgerald is the father of the baby. So TMZ has reported that on uh, the TMZ uh, TV program, you know, the Rumor Central um, Celebrity Mill. So I hope that doesn't affect anything. A lot yeah, of people yeah, are complaining yeah. about that too. Yeah, well, you know, I, I just don't understand. You know, you know, I, I think with him, it, it's it's one of those things where there's a little drama going on with that. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, I think there's a little drama with with Matt and 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 the mother of his his child as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think they're still together. So no, they're not. You know, that's that's a personal matter for those people. Well, to see, take that's care that's of. the other thing. I'm, why do they? You know, Larry Fitzgerald's a football player. Big deal. You know, so he banged the radio radio radio. What do you call them again? Radio radio. I mean, what is the big deal? So what? Get out of his personal life. I mean, the chick's 13 years older than him. I mean, you know, come on. Hey, Larry, come on. 13 years older? You can do better than that. Anyway, Larry, good luck to you. <laughs> Whatever happens to you. I've been there, done that. Have you been there and done that, right? Uh, no, I haven't uh, been there I and have. done that. No, no, <laughs> you no, don't no, do that. no. Well, listen, uh, you know, we're going to get back and we're going to talk to because what I want to do is at the end oh, of the show, I really, what I want to do is I want to make sure that we, we don't give our prediction on the, on the Cardinals mm. until the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, I have my prediction. Yeah, well, uh, you I'll always keep it quiet. Have, yeah, I, you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but this gives us a chance to look across the league and, and, and I looked across the league at some other games out there and I'll tell you one team I was looking at, the Saints, the Saints are really starting to come around. Yeah, you know, they had a rough start, and all of a sudden, here they oh, are. Oh, they're, 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 yeah, they're, they're, they're on fire. I mean, they had, you know what it was? They just had to get their um, their gears together, and now they got them together. Well, one thing they're moving on. You know, and, and they helped us out, really, because they beat the 49ers. They beat the 49ers. Another conference team for us, and, and anytime somebody can give us some help, we always want to be rude for those teams. But but I'm really happy for those guys. You know, they came off of, of a year last year. It was a very emotional year, you know, after what happened with Hurricane Katrina, and, you know, everybody thought perhaps maybe it was a fluke. I don't necessarily think it was a fluke. I think they got some good ball players down there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and Reggie Bush, you know, who, you know, basically kind of, you know, put the house up for Reggie, you know, to come there and, and save the team and save the city and rejuvenate the program. 
And, uh, you know, he came through. He had a decent game. Yeah, decent game. I remember in the old days with the uh, Saints, they used to call them the New, Orle- New Orleans Aints. And they used to wear the bags over their heads. Well, yeah, that, that was funny. Well, that's when uh, when Peyton, that was so funny. When, when Peyton's dad was the quarterback. Yeah, Archie that's Manning, when, yeah, right. Archie was a quarterback. That team you know? absolutely sucked. But I'll tell you one thing about uh, you know the Saints, of which uh, of which I like the fact is uh, you know they had a, uh, at one time you know the big guy Earl Campbell was down there. Yeah, in Earl, Orleans, that's right. you know? yeah, he was down there. And too. Uh, Earl's, you know, I hope and pray he's still in good shape. But Earl was. I don't know. I haven't heard. Him. I haven't heard anything from him. Anyway, we have Jeff uh, on uh, on the telephone. Jeff, uh, you're on the Voice America Sports Network with Ray Ellison Fan Man. How are you doing and where are you calling from? Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, you there? Uh-oh, Jeff, you there? I'm here. Hey, hear uh, Jeff, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. Of course, this is Ray, and you're listening to Ray Ellison Sports on the Voice of America Network, and uh, I kind of got a surprise for our Fan Man here. Uh, Jeff's, uh, you know, our, our correspondent back east, and he's oh. going to give us some insight of what's happening back there. What's happening back there on the East Coast, Jeff? Uh, just a beautiful day, uh, the one of many. I'm, I'm waiting for the cold weather to come in, but we've been pretty lucky so far. Well, let me ask you something. I, I know you're, uh, you spent a lot of time there, uh, you know, covering, uh, the Eagles and, uh, uh, we're just concerned about, you know, what's happening back there because, uh, you know, it seems as if just about, uh, unless somebody steps up from, from the East Conference, uh, that trophy already, that Super Bowl trophy already has a championship name on it from uh, the AFC uh, division. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, we keep joking around. You know, the Eagles improved to 3-4 and four with their win over the weekend, but they do play New England in about four weeks. So we keep saying, should we just call them 3-5 and five now and you know, kind of assume <laughs> that was the loss? But uh, you're right. Even I mean, Dallas so far looked like the best team, and New England's smoking pretty good. So hey, hey, struggling over here. Hey, Jeff, this is Fan Man. I mean, how, how are the fans uh, reacting to Andy Reid right now? I mean, are they still on Andy <laughs> Reid's side, or are they still being uh, bitchy and moany and groany like they normally are? Unless they're, lo- unless they they're winning. still on Andy Reid's side? I'm trying to find out if they were ever really on Andy Reid's side. Really? No, they're, they're, he's come under a lot of fire, and this year, no different, probably even more so, especially with the things that are going on in his life with his children off the field. It's only opened him up to even more criticism right. than he would normally get. And you right. know that that's a lot anyway. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of pressure on him, especially if the team's losing. Then he has uh, his off-field problems. And I, you know, I thought Andy Reid is always a good coach. I mean, he took it. He took the Eagles to the NFC Championship three times. I think, if I'm correct in that. I mean, you know, hey, the fan, I'm a Philly fan, born and raised in Philly. You know, give the guy a break. He can do his job. And, and I think the Eagles will turn it around. I I predict that it'll be the Eagles Dallas uh, for the uh, for the uh, championship on that side. Well, you know what? You probably would stand alone on that island right now. I mean, uh, there's not a lot of people who think the Eagles are, are going to make it that far. And, and if you really look at the games that they've won, we're talking about the Jets game, uh, this Vikings game, haven't really looked that impressive in doing it. I mean, they could have lost both of those games, yet they clearly controlled, scrim- uh, controlled the ball. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, they're showing a real lack of a killer instinct right now. The only game that they you know, really kind of gave it to a team was, was the Lions, and, and that's almost starting to look flukish at the moment. Hey, Jeff, this is Ray. We're going to ask you to hold on a second because uh, we got to uh, take a station break and uh, pay some bills. Uh, you listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Amen. And uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Your Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise her, especially at 1-2. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to Black Athlete Sports Unlimited with your host, Roland Rogers, for a peep inside the black box and for lively, interactive conversations about anything sports. Roland, guests, and even you, the sports fan, now have an open forum to discuss the sport that you love at any level. That's Black Athlete Sports Unlimited with your host, Roland Rogers, Thursday afternoons at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You can't hold me down, I'm a black champion. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move oh, on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, this is Fan Man along with Ray Ellis from the Ray Ellis and Fan Man Sports Talk Radio Network. And we talk about all kinds of sports, especially football. That's what we're really good at is the NFL. But we also talk about baseball and hockey and basketball. And we have Jeff on from Philadelphia. And Jeff is our East Coast correspondent and talking about the Philadelphia Eagles and the upcoming game with the Dallas Cowboys. Jeff, welcome back. How's it going, guys? Good. Hey, Jeff, uh, give me an idea. Uh, what do you think the Eagles got to do to stop the Cowboys? they got to protect Donovan. They got to give him a lot of time to throw the ball. Uh, Donovan has got to look downfield like he did against Minnesota and uh, put some trust in his receivers. Uh, but more importantly, it all starts up front. I mean, they, like I said, they, the, the tackles have to play well. They got to keep that that three four defense and that aggressive blitz scheme that that Wayfields is going to attack them with. They got to got to keep him off the quarterback. And then on defense, they're going to have to stop Marion Barber. He's I know Julius Jones is a good running back, but Marion Barber is the guy who runs like every every carry is his last carry, and he's a tough guy to stop and. You know, then you got Terrell Owens that uh, the Eagles know all well about, but they were pretty good last year against Terrell. It was making sure that you got to contain their running game first. Hey, Jeff, in the Eagles' last three games, Reggie Brown has uh, 17 receptions, average 14 mm-hmm. yards per catch. It, it, the acrobatic 30-yard sideline catch in the first half of Sunday that allowed the Eagles to, to convert that to a third and 12 and set up the go-ahead touchdown. I mean, he, he's also had, you know, key 15-yard receptions on flea flickers in the fourth quarter. So, that's I mean, somebody mm-hmm. to look at, you know? Yeah, he's he's starting to get more comfortable. And, again, that, that starts with Donovan being more comfortable right. with his receivers. This is kind of a, a new set of receivers for Donovan. I mean, yeah, Reggie is in his third year, but he's kind of been developing every year. But Kevin Curtis is in his first year. They haven't had L.J. Smith all year because of a sports injury. Right. Right. So he's had two new tight ends he's had to work with, new slot receiver in Jason Avant, who didn't play much uh, last year as rookie year. So I think it's taken some time for Donovan to – not only does he have to overcome that knee injury, but also establish a little bit of a trust in, in his receivers. And the Minnesota game was the first time you really saw him chucking the ball downfield, that even you know when, when guys were pretty well covered and saying, all right, I'm going to look for them to make a play. And they did. 
Well, I, I can uh, attest to, to Donovan's, uh, you know, it looks like he's had a immaculate uh, recovery uh, because of mm-hmm. the injury. And But I think what, what Donovan said is he finally felt comfortable. And I know mm-hmm. I've had injuries before when I played the game. And, and, and when you're not comfortable and that injury is still somewhat, you know, you're conscious of it, you can't necessarily go out and, and use all your weapons, but it seems like Donovan was moving in the pocket a lot more comfortable. He was able to, you know, to escape in the pocket and, and throw some balls and make some plays. And, mm-hmm. and that's that creativity well, you know, you, that you know, Donovan brings to the game. Yeah, but you know what that is? That's because the offensive line is, is starting to protect him. I think you're going to see a change in the Eagles, especially with this Dallas game. Mm-hmm. I think the Eagles are going to turn around. They, if, they, if they protect Donovan, uh, Jeff and Ray, I think this game is going to be really interesting. And I think the Eagles are going to win this game by uh, uh, three points. Easy. Well, I, I I don't know if it'll be easy. <laughs> no, easy on the three points. Not, yeah. you know. But, but I, I think they, I do think they possibly could win the game. You know, mm-hmm. and and but as they say, that's why we play the game because on any <laughs> given Sunday, anybody can win. Now, there's always some motivation, you know, because there's history with the Cowboys and the Eagles. You know, well, they hate each other. People have hated it. They, they, oh yeah, they, they hate them for years. You know, I remember the Black Cowboy game and, and that game in the '80s where the Black Cowboy was out there shooting his guns off and Dallas won the game and they attacked and they attacked him and beat the hell out of him. Remember that, Jeff? Oh, boy, that was ugly. <laughs> yeah, that was ugly. I mean, so they hate the Cowboys, and they're playing in Dallas, right? Yeah. Uh, no, no, the game's here. This oh, the game's in Philadelphia. Uh, that's even better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's ugly already. I mean, as soon as the, you know, the, the clock hit zero 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 in Minnesota, right. everybody was asking them about Dallas. Hey, yeah, Jeff, but, hey, Jeff, I've been thrown out of Veterans Stadium quite a few times. Well, well, you wouldn't be one of the first or the last, so that's all right, <laughs> yeah, man, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, one thing about it, Jeff, is, you know, to, to, to everybody else in the world, outside of the people that live in Philadelphia and Dallas, there's a big game out there. But, you know, and what's the game? What, what game is that? I don't even know. A couple well, other Jeff, teams. you know what game playing. it is? <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, the, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. The, yeah, right. Nobody. St. Louis, my game? Yeah, or, yeah. Uh... There you go. <laughs> so those people that are from the East Coast are, are very much aware of the fact, those that are Philly uh, fans are, are aware of the fact that it's, it's Cowboys week, and, and that's the only thing they're focused on. Those people down in Dallas, you know, they don't care anything about that because they're so mm-hmm. arrogant and they're so, so they cocky yeah. that, that they know that they're going to get a chance to play they believe it's the Patriots again, and the only way they could do that is if they go to the Super Bowl because they're not on their schedule. Again. They're not on the schedule; they have to do it in the Super Bowl. I, I, you know, they are arrogant. Philly's arrogant too with their fans, and that's going to be a great game. But then you got those other two teams that they always hype up about. Mm-hmm. Who, who, who are those two teams again? I don't even know. No. We're not. We're not even going to call those teams by by name, you know. But it, but there is another big game press, on man. there. But let me let me ask you this. Uh, you know, uh, Jeff, what is what is it like the, the, being a conference of which, again, as we said earlier, it seems like everybody's conceded that the championship is coming out of the AFC conference. Is mm-hmm. there a motivation for those teams? Are, are some of those teams like operating, you know, uh, you know, under, you know, the radar and think that they can sneak in and, and, mm-hmm. and make it into the playoffs and, and win a championship? I mean, is, is that the attitude of the Eagles? They're under the radar and we're going to slowly creep back into it? Because, listen, the Eagles well, may have to be, for starters, it would have to be because of their record. I mean, let's, you know, nobody's predicting them right now to win anything. So I'm going to going to make a big push and win a division or get into the playoffs, it would be as an under-the-radar team based on the fact that they were just 2-4 and four before uh, two days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly no one's really come out and admitted that the Super Bowl is really just for a consolation prize or that, you know, winning the NFC Championship is about the best they can get. But, you know, anybody would be silly to say here that, that New England is not the best team in the NFL right now or even Indianapolis, you know, one of those two teams. That being said, um, some Eagles were very... Uh, we were we asked them about Patrick Creighton's comments when when they said uh, after the Dallas after Dallas lost Indianapolis I mean uh, New England he said you know I can't wait till we see him again in the Super Bowl because we're gonna 
we're going to get him next time. And there were a few Eagles that said, you know what, that, that's a pretty bold thing to already put yourself in the Super Bowl. I don't even think you've heard the Patriots come out and say that they'll be in the Super Bowl yet. So um, that that's chalkboard material there, and it's out there. So well, Jeff, it, I, I, it is I, a little Jeff, bit of an inspiration for the guys. Jeff, I can guarantee you the Arizona Cardinals won't be in the Super Bowl. That's for sure. No. Thank you, Jeff. I love you, Jeff. <laughs> well, that, that's a, that, that's a guarantee he's made, and and I can tell you as a former athlete, you know, you know, it's not over until it's over. And everybody who plays this game, who approaches this game, they're approaching the fact that listen, as long as there's still an opportunity for us to make it to the pl- uh, the playoffs, and mathematically mm-hmm. we're not out of it, we have we still have a chance to win because after all, these teams that are winning now. You know, they, they have winning streaks. You know, I remember, you know, mm-hmm. playing for the Philadelphia Eagles and, and we start off the season six and oh, and then, mm-hmm. you know, and then we won three games out of the, out of the last ten. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, so there, there's all, just like there's a chance that somebody could win, you know, there's an injury here, an injury there, a player's missing, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're not that hot team anymore. Hey, hey Jeff. You uh, know what? Now more than, I'm sorry, real quick, is that now more than ever, I think that's really the nature of the league. You look at teams like the Giants the last two or three years who have started off five and two or six and two and, have really struggled down the stretch. And then you also look at teams that go open like the Jets right now who are 1-6. and six. You know, maybe they're out of it, but, you know, those guys are playing for jobs. They want yeah. to come back and be on a team next year, so they have to play their rear end talk. You know what really upset me over the weekend? Uh, it was the uh, New England game when they were up uh, 45, when they were beating the, the hell out of the Redskins. It was 40, mm-hmm. what is it, 52-6, to six, whatever it was. Yeah. You know, the last, I mean, we got 30 seconds left on the clock, fourth quarter, and, mm-hmm. and the Redskins have the ball, and they're calling a timeout. And I'm going, you know what? Why are you calling a timeout? This game is over. Just get mm-hmm. it over. Jeff, what yeah. do you, wh- well, how do you feel about that? Do you think they should be changing those rules when it gets to a certain point that it's so uh, – I mean, you got 30 seconds left. You're not going to win the game. Why, why is he calling mm-hmm. a timeout? Well, I don't know if it necessitates a rule change. Uh, maybe there needs to be a little bit more respect among coaches. Um, you know, I don't have a problem with them going for it on fourth down New England. Um I may, on fourth and two, I think they went for it. I may have a problem with the fact that they threw it into the end zone instead of just giving it to their fullback. And mm-hmm. you know, you're talking about the first time in the NFL history that two coaches with three Super Bowl rings went up against each other. And right. You kind of would have thought Bill Belichick would have had a little bit more respect for uh, for the guy on the other sidelines, Joe Gibbs, than, than to do that. But Joe Gibbs said he didn't have a problem with it. You know, that might just been spinning it for the media. I mean, I, I just don't understand why you're you're throwing it into the end zone in that situation when you can just be running the clock out at that point. Well, Jeff, I, you know, I saw a couple comments, uh, you know, on, on the NFL channel and, you know, yeah. one of the, you know, one of the guys I saw that, that commented was, uh, Coach Dicka and Coach Dicka, you know, he didn't have a problem with it. And, mm-hmm. you know, as a matter of fact, I know there are some people, even at a young age, you know, people that are involved in, in sports and athletics and, and, and their sportsmanship, but there are many people who do not agree with even the mercy rule that's mm-hmm. involved in Pop Warner because there is no such mercy once you get on that field. And as a player, you have to go full speed at all times, and you, yeah. you you are never taught at any time as a player to let up. That's no, something no, I, that doesn't. I don't even have a problem with calculate. I don't, have a, I don't have a problem with the letting up. You I can't think. go half speed. Every there's not a play in the playbook right. that is designed for one yard. There are there is no such play. They they don't do that. Every play, if every man does his assignment, should be a touchdown. So mm-hmm. if you throw a long pass or you throw a short pass, that short pass, you hope that that, that receiver has the athletic ability to make some people miss and take it the distance. Yeah, well, my, my feeling is they can run, run the score up. I, I didn't have a problem with that. I, I think it's really good that they do that. I think it's more exciting and, and, and get, gets everybody more motivated on the other side of the team. Because next week they're going to say, you know what, that's not going to happen to us again. We're going to make mm-hmm. sure that we go out there and we do something and we win the game. I'm talking about the Redskins. But there's 30 seconds left to play the game and they're calling timeouts. 
sports. I don't. I don't understand. Ray, why, why is that? You're it happens. Like, it why? happens in other sports too. Yeah, it happens. It happens in basketball 40, many, many times. You'll see that. It'll. It'll happen in other sports. It's fifty-two to six. It, but they're just doing it for the purpose of, of what? there's something they've got in mind that they're trying to accomplish. They're what are they trying to accomplish. I've told you the situation they football. Lost. It's situation football. You find yourself in a situation. I don't care if it's fourth and one and the game is over. It's fourth and one. You want to see if you can get that one yard. That's a Even though job. you're supposed to go the distance, you want to see if you can at least get that one yard. So there are situations that happen in football that you don't get them all the time. But when you get them, okay, now we have that situation. Let's execute a play and see if we can go the distance. Hey, Jeff, is that trying to save your job or is that just plain old football talk that way? How are you going to save your job when it's 52? Hey, Jeff, I got, a, I, I, hey, I got a, a question for you. Last night during the game, mm-hmm. uh, those stupid announcers were going on and on and on about how great Brett Favre is and he's <laughs> this and he's that. He's God. He's better than God. Uh-huh. You know what? I, I got enough of that horse shit. You know, I mean, I, I, you know what is it? Is PG it the announcer? Show. Okay, PG show. Is it the announcers or is uh, it Brett Favre? I mean, come on. You know, I, I don't know. I've watched only because I'm covering games. I've watched a few games this year, so I haven't heard that many broadcasts. But when I do, it's getting bad across the board. I mean, I, they're really Captain Obvious is in every broadcast booth these days. Yeah. Of course, when he's of course when Brett Favre's having a great game and they're winning, uh, he he's God. And then you know when he's not playing well, he's terrible. It's it's almost the nature of the beast, and it's an unfortunate part of the business. But, you know, I think that's also part of not having, honestly, great personnel talent in the broadcast with guys who really can give you a little bit more insight than the average fan who's just jumping on a bandwagon. And right. They, that, they, that's, a, that's a network across the board, a network problem, in my opinion. That, that, that is a problem. They're like circle-jerking one another. It was like, come on, you know? I mean, enough is enough, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, they go on and on and on. I'm going, I had to turn the sound down. I was like, I don't want to hear any more of this shit, you know? Okay, I got, I got the picture, man. <laughs> well, I, I, I can just say this. Let me just say this. You know, I, I think at times they may go overboard. In particular, I think they go overboard, and I don't know why. I never heard I him think, do that with Donovan I think they Manette. go overboard with Brett Favre. Brett is about why? the what only is it guy. with him? Well, I don't know. When his father it, it, died, they did that. Well, it oh, could my be, God. Well, it could be the longevity of his career and, and, mm-hmm. and some of the circumstances of which, you know, he plays for the Green Bay Packers. You know, the trophy, the Super Bowl trophy is named the Lombardi Trophy, so... That's that's a, 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 a football town and a team that has so a lot Eagles, of tradition. So is Dallas, so is San Francisco, so is everybody Yeah, but else. the trophy's not named the Chicago. Chicago. From yeah, the well, Eagles. that's because Vince Lombardi started the whole thing. Well, and you know what, guys? I mean, we all know the God's honest truth. What? The media is nice to people who are nice to them. It's a plain fact. It's true. And Brett Favre has always been accommodating. He's always been a guy who will not just talk to you, but... He'll talk to you about football for hours, and yo, he's the kind of guy you kind of come away with a conversation and be like, "That's a, that's a guy who's just in kind of that every man appeal, knows what he's talking about, doesn't hey, take too much credit, doesn't doesn't take it too seriously. You probably won't see him cursing himself out when they're forty-five nothing and his right guard false starts like you saw Brady do the other day. I mean, he just he doesn't have that that appeal that you just can't relate to. And I think that's again when it comes to judgment, when he's good, he's good; when he's bad, he's bad. But he tends to get the benefit of the doubt because of that. Hey, Jeff, here, here's the question I have. They're bragging about how great he is and going on and on. We already know how good he is, but I don't see him in mm-hmm. any, any TV commercials for Nike. I don't see him doing any type of... Uh, he's um, got commercials. He, he does? I've never he's seen him doing Le- what? Doing got, Dairy Queen? he got Lee Jean commercials. Oh, Lee Jean commercial. Yeah. That's what he got? No, no, no Wrangler. Jean? Isn't it Wrangler? Oh, it's Wrangler. Wrangler, Lee. But I thought it was Dairy Queen. He's got a, he's got a Jean commercial, <laughs> and it's a pretty de- it's a decent one. Yeah. Okay. No, I think... No, I, listen, I, I'm just going to say this about Brett Favre. I think what he has done on the field speaks for itself. That's exactly right. I, I think the man has had some off-the-field problems with, of which he's addressed. He said he hasn't had a drink in eight years. I commend him mm-hmm. for that. 
you know, I think he's a guy, you know, he's 38 years old. He's playing with guys that come into the league. Some of them are 19, 20, 21. He's been able to, you know, be a part of that and, and not treat himself as if I'm above you guys. And, and I think that has helped this team kind of jail to the point where everybody thought they had written him off last year. They thought he should retire. His mm-hmm. beard is grayer than mine. And yet and still, really? here he is no, now. And he has a chance to perhaps maybe be that team that's under the but radar see, t- and could okay. be in the Super Bowl. Okay, talking about the media, Jeff, last year, remember when the media started up about he was going to retire? He should retire. He's too old. He's banged yeah. up, emotional yeah. problems. And now he's God. He walks on water. His play. I mean, these guys, <laughs> his wait a minute. No, these guys are... That. Huh? It's a football-wide thing. They always say quarterback is the most important position of all the sports. It's the most scrutinized position. And that he is the obvious point. I mean, when the team was not good, and let's face it, he did not have great weapons the past few years. And he, and he really still doesn't. I and mean, when you talk about not a great running back, he's a very good uh, receiver and, and final driver. But all around, there are some teams with a lot better skill players. But he's managed to pull it together and match the game better and not throw the silly interception. And now when they're, you know, six and two or whatever they are, that's, they get the, Brett Favre gets the praise. That's, that's how it works in the game. And Whether I think, it's right or wrong, that's always how it works. Jeff, you said something that there that's key too. I, I think Brett Favre continues to mature as a quarterback because probably more than any time in his career now, Brett, mm-hmm. Brett is not throwing that stupid, dumb interception he right. used to throw. He's holding Man, on to that's the ball. probably because he feels he doesn't have to, whereas the teams were so bad the last two or three years, I think he really felt that he had to make a stupid play just to get make a play. No, well, you can even look. I, I can remember because Reggie White was uh, playing for them back in the day when they won the Super Bowl. I mean, that was just a part of you know his DNA. He he throw a yeah. ball of which somebody has has him you know in the grass and and twirl mm-hmm. him around and he tried to throw it underhand you know and he throw an interception yeah. and line and get it and all those things. But I think for some reason or another he's just not doing that any anymore. He's not doing any. Okay, if you want to talk about interceptions and that type of thing, let's talk Donovan McNabb. Okay, here's mm-hmm. Donovan. He put his name in the NFL history book Sunday, uh, though it may not stay there. Uh, with his fifth interception less game of the se- season on Sunday in the Eagles' 23-16 win over uh, the Vikings. He tied Neil O'Donnell. Remember him? Yeah. Okay. He had the lowest career interception percentage in league history. How about that? Well, Donovan, listen, when you think about the league quarterbacks, you've got to put Donovan McNabb in there. Donovan has been to four NFC championships. Yeah, he's in, he's in the, like, the top three quarterbacks in my book. Yeah, he's, I mean, if you look at the league right now, we know we have the, the, the two golden boys. Oh, who are they? Yeah, we don't know. Uh, we're, TB we're, and uh, what's the other one? We're going to talk remember. about those guys later. But we <laughs> have the two golden healthy, boys. Right? <laughs> but, but certainly Donovan McNabb, when you, outside of those two guys, you know, I think Donovan McNabb is, you know, one of the elite quarterbacks in this game. And he's, he's coming hey, off injury. Hey. And, and think about it. Donovan's been hurt quite a few quite times a in his career. You know what I always liked about Donovan McNabb? Jeff, you'll probably appreciate <laughs> this, too. Here's the guy. Let's say he screws up. Okay, he Fs up the play. Uh, he walks off the field smiling. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then when he makes the play, he walks off the field smiling. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we're here to have fun and play a game and win the game. And it's just the way he does it. I, I just like the way he does it. Yeah, well, I mean, Jesus, uh, you would think that he and Andy Reid are somewhat, you know, born at the hip, the way they both have the same... Same type of, you know, demeanor, win or lose, uh, you know, success or failure. They're, they're, they both certainly be, seem to be even keeled. That doesn't always play well with the fans. And um, Yeah, well, that was, my know, ne- that was my next question. How are the fans reacting to the way the Eagles are playing this year? And what do you think is going to happen uh, based as, you know, as the correspondent on the East Coast with the newspaper? Mm-hmm. What do well, you think? Well, not well. I mean, they're not, I mean, this is a team that every year, uh, the more the years go by that they don't win the Super Bowl, the more the fans get impatient and um, the more they expect more. So, when a team starts off two and four and they don't even look, and then they win their third game and don't even look that impressive doing so, they're, they're, 
they're pretty much screaming for blood. And if they don't beat Dallas on Sunday night, then uh, the fans are probably going to give up on the season. And they're already they've already had it up to here with coming so close and and you know not reaching the ultimate destination of winning a title. And there's really not much this team can do right now. Um, outside of winning a Super Bowl, that can impress the fans, and that's a difficult right. position to be in. Right. Now you get the Phillies over there. The Phillies could have made it to, you know, and they almost made it to the uh, World Series. To the World Series. They blew right. it. You got the Flyers. The 76ers are really in bad shape. I mean, I, that, I mean, it seems like Phoenix is doing so much better, except for the Arizona, you know, Pigeons. Uh, other than that, the Diamondbacks <laughs> got up there. Yeah, I call them the Pigeons. You wouldn't believe the blogs here about what they talk about about the Cardinals, but that's a different story. Um, <laughs> it's really bad. I mean, this team here, this team has lost for 20 years, and Ray... Mm-hmm. Ray comes to town last year thinking that uh, since he showed up, they're going to win and they're going to be really good. This whole mm-hmm. town is pissed off at the Cardinals, and they but we built this five hundred million dollar stadium. They got everything they could ever want, and we were and they bring in the coach from Pittsburgh, which is um, Weisen, Weisenheim, and yeah. uh, we're expecting great things. And I'm saying to Ray, Ray, you're going to see this team like you saw it in the last couple of years with Fat Denny and the rest of them. You know, all these coaches coming here, changing everything, and you get the Birdwells with the Bidwells, but we call them the Birdwells because they kind of put their stink all over the team and the coaches. And then you end up in this big mess, and then they lose, and then everybody gets pissed off, and then they go, okay, wait till next year. Well, oh, I can man, tell you, man, you really are from Philadelphia. I can, I can just hear your voice, you, man. You, you can tell that, right? You, you, you can see him right there in the 700 level, kid. Hey, well, you know what? That's right. I'm in no, the 900 level. I, I got kicked up. I got kicked out. I got kicked out of Veterans Stadium one time in a Phillies game. I was telling, I was telling the pitcher he stunk. You know, uh-huh. and they threw me out. They threw all of us out. I worked for a newspaper in Philadelphia. They threw half half of the uh, five rows out. We were throwing stuff on the field. It was funny. Well, listen, you know, one thing about the, one thing about the Eagles, you know, I guess they they've always been the the bridesmaid, never been the bride, but they did get a chance to go to the Super Bowl once. And, and I can tell you one thing: the, no. the reason why I'm so optimistic right. here is because of the fact, you know, you're in a, you're in a division here in, in, in the NFC West. Of which mm-hmm. the the team of which is leading the division is only four and three, and you're only one game out of first place. So you know if there's any division in football that you stand a chance to make the playoffs by winning your division, okay, wait a minute, it's, wait. it's probably this wait. one, either the AFC West or the wait. NFC West. Where you, where you just or said, the NFC South. Or the NFC South. That's right. And Jeff, which I still think New Orleans is going to win, and I said that even when they were zero and four, I looked at the teams around them and said, my God, they're still going to win this division. Yeah, isn't so, that really? something? Wow. And, and 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 so by, by looking at those conferences, particularly in the NFC, you know, mm-hmm. you, you may have uh, you know two or three teams that that can make the playoffs from one conference, and, and you know because of the other divisions are so bad. Well, you know the Cardinals, yeah. are, you know, HF, the Cardinals are three and four, right? Do they talk mm-hmm. about the Cardinals in Philadelphia? Why? Um, no. <laughs> no. Okay. So you see, yeah, I mean, no, nobody talks. I mean, the Eagles are talked about here in sports radio. Because, they don't uh, talk about the Cardinals anywhere. No, nah, but wait a second, fam. Yeah, well, the only reason why the Eagles. The star power. I mean, the, the Arizona doesn't really have, other than Edgar and James on the downside of his career. I mean, with, with Leinart Hurt, they don't really have a, a history of, of at least making it to a few straight championship games, and they don't really have, <laughs> um, you know, great marketable players. I mean, they're, one of their best players is. Uh, their safety, and you know, a lot of people don't even know who uh, Adrian Adrian Wilson, right? Adrian Wilson, yeah. A lot of people yeah. don't know any of the players except Hollywood Matt, who's who's pouting on the side when he couldn't play. You got <laughs> Warner in there with broken arms and fingers because he's beat up by the offensive line. Okay, mm-hmm. the defense is giving the thing away, and they bring in Weisenhunt, and the fans here yeah. have been going on and on and on. Leave the coach here for you know four or five or six years to develop the talent to get the right players. And when they had Fat Denny, you know, it's funny about Fat Denny. Go, he blows up on that Chicago game, right? He goes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely friggin' crazy, and then he gets a Coors beer commercial for another five million. 
Well, I mean, that's amazing, but the team still sucks. Hey, well, let me just say this. You know, I, you know, the team may suck, but one thing about Dave Gass. Oh, you said the got, team sucks. This is based I, upon I, I, what you're saying. I, I, well, the team is. may suck based upon fan, man, but I'm going to tell you, they've got some of the foundation is here. They've got two of the best receivers in they the do. NFL. They do. Donovan would take those receivers in a minute. That, that's exactly, that. Yeah, they got two of the best receivers in the league. And then when you go on the defensive side of the ball, they've got some ball players over there. If you look at our defense, this defense is playing football. You know what? You know what would be interesting if Donovan left the the Eagles. He's going to go to Chicago if he does. Well, if Chicago or the Cardinals, that'd be great. No, he's not, why would he no. come to the Cardinals? Make him a winner. No. Arizona. No. Make him a winner. Well, Donovan, he comes, Donovan comes here all the time. To Donovan work out. lives here in the offseason. Yeah, that's, that's right. But they've already got a veteran backup quarterback who's that? that's injury prone already. Who, who's that? Kurt Warner. He's Kurt like, Warner's not the backup. He's the starter. Well, he's, he's really got, no. We no, got Tim. No, we got Tim no, Lutay, no, and we got Hasselback. No, you're wrong. Kurt. Is not the starter. Kurt is the backup, and you know that we oh, said that oh. Matt is his starter. Oh, okay. Well, and Matt's on the bench too. Fine. So, well, hey, Jeff, who's the starter? <laughs> well, right now it's Kurt Warner when Matt Liner <laughs> is able to play. I there think, you uh, go. I'm confused. Right. I'm but thoroughly <laughs> confused here. But, but Wiz has said, Wiz has said that this is Matt's team, of which I didn't agree with. From when I first got here, I'm like, wait a second, you well, got one you of the saw, best quarterbacks you, in the business, which is Kurt Warner, and I don't know why there's not competition at that position. Well, you, you saw, you saw for yourself. Well, look at Pennington up in New, up in uh, New York. You know, hey, mm-hmm. the quarterback position, like any other position, should be a very competitive position. I've never been one that's felt that you've got to make your quarterback comfortable and not think that there's a chain, that, you know, and he's going to pull his leash each time. That he well, you know up. what? Something, hey, Jeff, on getting into San Diego with the Chargers, you look at the quarterback that they drafted, the number one, what's his name, what's his name, uh, Brad? Uh, I believe it's Elisha Manning. Uh, Elisha Manning. <laughs> <laughs> the, quarterback, the quarterback that was drafted. Uh, by the San Diego Chargers. They didn't drive Elijah Manning, and then they, they traded him for Philip Rivers. Yeah, Philip Rivers. This was no, this is not oh, this year. Oh, it's yeah, last year. Right. Okay, I'm confused. Okay. That was a few years ago. No, it was somebody else I was talking about. I'm sorry. Well, who oh, are you I'm talking sorry. about? Are you in, in San Diego, they draft another quarterback? Yeah, they, didn't they draft another quarterback in San Diego? I, I, no, I missed, no, Oakland. I'm talking I about Oakland. That I, I, no, I'm, I'm talking oh, about Oakland. Oakland. I'm Oakland. confused. I, Jeff, I, that's fan, man. You'll, my, you'll, he'll get confused every now my, and then. My memory went, <laughs> went haywire there with San Diego and Oakland. But uh, listen, I guess we're going to have uh, – we're not going to have to take a break here. Uh, we had some problems uh, with the uh, computers back in uh, in San Diego, San Diego, but I guess we're okay now. Yeah, hey, we, listen, I just want to let everybody know, remind them that you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice American Network with the number one co-host in the world. Hey, man. And, uh, Jeff, we uh, certainly appreciate uh, all the input that you've had with us here. And uh, – uh, continue to check in with you, and perhaps maybe we'll check in with the, again next week uh, after the Eagles' uh, victory. Absolutely. Look and forward I, to it. And I, I can't let you go before I uh, say this. Okay, uh, what are you going to say? I think you owe me an apology, don't you, Jeff? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I think, I think you insulted me the last time that we, we had a correspondence, and you said something about... Uh, something about uh, Happy Valley or something like that. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, what, what happened? Oh what? <laughs> man! This all one's hard say, for me to apologize hey, for, but um, I, you know, hey, just, just, they just out, flat out kicked their tails in. What can I say? You know, that's the best team in the country. I'll admit it. Well, you know what? I, I tell you what. It, it, it truly is a rebuilding year for the Ohio State University this year, and oh. nobody picked us to be up. Uh, you know in the number one spot this year. So next year is when you're going to see the real Buckeyes because this truly is a rebuilding year for us. The Ohio State. The Ohio We're going to get University. you next year, Ray. I, I'm putting my name on it right now. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks a lot, Jeff. We appreciate your call. And uh, hey, hey, Jeff, nice talking to you. Hey, nice talking to you too. Man. We'll, see you, we'll see you again. Bye.
Thanks. Okay. Okay. So uh, listen, fam, man. You know that was Jeff, and it, it looks like those people back there in Philadelphia haven't changed since you and I left. They're, They're still giving Andy Reid no. a hard time. No. You know, this Look is at, a man. Yeah. Nobody else other than the New England Patriots or the Indianapolis Colts oh, have had a successful program uh, as he's had in the last yeah, past few years. Yeah, you know what it is? The fans there are just so fed up. I mean, you know, you, you win four NFC championships, you go to the Super Bowl, and you lose. And you're pu- and Donovan's puking in the, in, the, in the huddle and all this stuff. You know what? They, all they want is a winner. They, they just want to They just want to win. Well, once. that's what that's what everybody well, wants. Well, everybody wants that, but they've, they've been given chances to, to, to do it, and they haven't done it. That's why they're so frustrated. That's that's what it well, is. You the, know Cardinals, what? the Cardinals are smoking to, to be there. That's fantasy land for them. Well, you know, it, it's exciting Ooh. to go watch a professional football game <laughs> yes, and watch the players, you know, give it their all. And I think the Philadelphia Eagles have done a great job at, at doing oh, that. Oh, they have. They have uh, done I, a great job. I think job. Donovan McNabb has given that team his heart and soul. Uh, I think Andy Reid has done the same thing in terms of his commitment to winning there, uh, trying to put the right players on the field at the right time. Uh, they've had a tremendous amount of injuries, uh, but uh, that's something of which uh, I'm sure they'll they'll correct that when the time comes with some uh, players in the draft. But listen, you listen to Rail Sports on the Voice of American Network with the number one co-host in the world. Hey, Amen. We've enjoyed uh, spending time with you. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. And we'll be. I told you it was the kicker. Well, yeah, that's it's the kicker. Who couldn't even hold his He couldn't hold the balance the of the ball. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. If you're looking for a better way to clean the air in your home or office, you need the all-new ozone light. It's as simple as changing your light bulbs. The ozone light looks like a normal spiral type of light bulb. It screws in most standard light sockets, but it's not a normal light bulb. It's coated with titanium dioxide. It's completely safe, but this unique coating kills most airborne bacteria, mold spores, and neutralizes odors. Just one light cleans the air in an entire room and lasts eight times longer than the normal light bulb. If you have smokers, if you have allergies, if you have pet odors, mold or mildew, you need the ozone light. It will wipe them out. And you have our word. If you're not satisfied with the way the ozone light cleans the air in your home, simply return it for a full refund. Here's the number to call to order. 800-380-4259. 800-380-4259. Save up to $100 now. 800-380-4259. 800-380-4259. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Welcome, listening to the Ray Ellis Show, uh, Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice Market Sports dot com uh, Sports Network. Hey, don't forget every Tuesday at noon Pacific Standard Time, we have somebody called by the name of Pat Summerall. Pat talks about the NFL and goes into detail. And we didn't have music. I guess they're having computer problems in San Diego. Anyway, you're listening to Ray Ellis and Fan Man, and we're going to be talking about the big game that's coming up this Sunday. Oh my God! Yeah, it is a big game. Oh, it's it, a big game. It, it's a big game, and you know what? It, it's been a big game all year. You know, as, as I talked about, how players go down the schedule many times yeah, prior to the first game, game, and, game. And, you, and you mark a game on big there game. what you think is going to be a big game. And the fans have done it too. The bro- we were talking about the broadcasters earlier. They've just been trying to hold back because they've been promoting this game you know, all year. You know, what was really exciting getting off of that. That did you see that? Uh, Division three college football team where they uh, um, uh, you know, pass the ball back and forth. 
uh, for the last two minutes of the or last minute and a half of the game to win the game? No, that wasn't a minute and a half. That was like two seconds left in the game. No, they were. They it were, took them that. No, they, no. they, they probably took. A minute and a half for them to complete that play. Complete the play. But they only had like two seconds left on the clock. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. We're not going to see any of that in this game, fan man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's where Division III. That's exactly right. This this big game is is not going to have to resort to that kind of play. But it's just the kind of thing, whereas, you know, you look at it, it's on the schedule, it's there. You know, the people have been waiting for it. You anticipated, and the networks were hoping that these two teams would be undefeated at this time. The networks are going to make a ton of money on this. The whole country's going to be watching this game. The announcers, though, here we go again with the announcers about who, is it Tom Brady or is it going to be Manning? And uh, you, you, you got to blah, 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 blah. I hope they mention Brett Favre when they're talking during that game. See? I hope they mention Brett. Well, here's the thing he's about not playing this They game. may not mention Brett only because right. of the fact that, you know, he is close to one of these guys are going to be, you know, in the same predicament of he's in after this game because somebody's going to have one loss on, 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 on the schedule. Okay, so. But, but you, here's what I want to say to you. What? Let's say it. I want you to understand the fact that when this game is said and done and when it's over with, the season is really not over Over. for these two teams. They may end up playing each other in the AFC Championship game. That's what they're saying. That's the hype right now on the street. And And that's what Tony Dungy's saying. Hey, guys, it's it's just one game. It's one game. But one thing that Emmitt Smith said, because for some reason or other, you know, uh, Steve Young didn't think that it was important a couple weeks ago. And that is Emmett said, no, it is important because it may determine who's going to have home field advantage advantage, in that AFC championship game. That's exactly right. And so it's really a big game. Now, let me ask you something. You look at the two quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was. You got Peyton Manning. Mm -hmm. Okay, and and then you got Tom Brady. And the rings. And the rings. And who are you going to go with? Who are you going to go with? I'm going to go with the Colts. Okay, now let me ask you something. The Colts have beaten. Did they play each other last year? Well, well, the Colts have beaten them the last three times. Yeah. Okay, now the Colts have beaten them the last three times. Why is it that you think everybody has taken the Patriots? You know, I, don't, I, I think it's all the hype. Well, the hype is the what Super Bowl, the, they both get the, of rings. the teams. No, no. So, no, okay, so you're saying the last who, Super Bowl was won by the Indianapolis Colts, right? But the who, Patriots are getting all the hype. Right. And the Patriots, oh, yeah. I don't but know why? why. I don't know why. I, I'm thinking the this time they're hyping it up again to Super Bowl status. I feel that the culture Manning's going to come out there and put them down where they belong and stop this mess and talk about other teams other than the New England Patriots. I'm getting kind of tired of hearing about the New England Patriots. Well, if I was a professional football player currently, I, I would too. I would I'm get tired, tired of it. Fact, aren't the rest of us pro football players? What are we, second-class citizens? Exactly. We can't get any respect? With no respect. Well, let me ask you something, uh, Mr. Dangerfield. Yes. Do you think the fact that after this game, <laughs> is there a possibility that one of these teams can go downhill? Could it be devastating for them to lose this game, one of these teams? No, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, you I'm glad you said that because, see, when the Cowboys lost, mm-hmm. you know, and nah. the Patriots beat the Cowboys, and I'm telling you, and I, we talked about it on the show, I don't think that they blew the Cowboys. See, many times the, 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 the score does not truly indicate how good the game was. Well, I thought, yeah, well, that's that's true, but, you know, the Cowboys didn't do a good job They did until, until until the start of the fourth quarter. Well, you know. In fact, they were only But you always tell me it's not over until it's over until the exactly fat lady right. sings. And that's exactly But I'm saying it it's was not over until, until the fat lady sings. But until the fourth quarter, they, it, was, it was the only time that the Patriots have been down. So what the Patriots have faced, and this could be why. But that's why the Patriots are so good, because they came back and put them in their place. But, and the Dallas. But the, nobody and, ever said that the Dallas Cowboys was that great of a team. No. And we've never really pushed the Cowboys to be or, or no, there's some people around. Team. There's some people pushing the Cowboys. That's 
that's because they're know, just Cowboys they're fans. Cowboy fans, yeah. Well, and they always think they that always, they're, you know, American Well, they're arrogant. Team. They think they're better than everybody else. Yeah, well, they already think they're going to go to the Super Bowl, too. Well, we're going to find out this Sunday with the Eagles playing Dallas. Let's say Eagle, Let's say Philly comes in there, and, uh, or when Dallas comes into Philadelphia. Plus, you know how bad that is. You know what that's oh, like. That's because it, Dallas comes in, they, the Philly fans hate it. If Philly beats Dallas, I can see Philly starting to move up. And I, I'm putting my money on Philly. If I was betting this, I'd be putting my money on what? Philly. And when it comes to the Colts and the Patriots, I'm putting my money on the Colts. On the, I'm, I'm with, you know what? I think the Colts are going to win this game. I truly believe the Colts are going to win this game. You know, and I know we, we, we had some listeners out there I know before. We got some Patriot fans that are out there. Yeah, they're out there. And they believe that the Patriots are going to win this game. But another thing they got to understand. The, the Boston Patriots Tea have, Party. The Patriots have to go into <laughs> Indianapolis to win this game. Yeah, they got to go into Indy. Yeah. That's, that, that's even worse. You're right. That's not, that's not that's easy not, to that's, do that. That's not going to be easy. But, but we talk about situation football. And one thing that, that certainly has been happening with both of these teams mm-hmm. is they've been taking advantage. And that's what I was. that's the point I was making about the Patriots. And some of the things that, that he's trying to do, Belichick is trying to do, is he's trying to get his team prepared because there's going to be different situations that he's going to be involved in in this game against the Colts that he hasn't maybe would not have seen in those other games. So each time those situations came up, mm-hmm. he said, okay, let me try to prepare my team for every situation. So when I go into this Colt game, which I've had trouble beating them three times, they beat me the last three times. I got to have my team prepare for every situation there is. I still think the Colts are going to win it. I, they can prepare all they want, but I think the Colts are the better team. I think the Colts are going to show the whole country uh, we're going to we are the Super Bowl champions, and we are going to stay the champions. That's I, what I think is going to happen. Yeah, I, I think you know. I and I'm not a fan of either one of the teams either. I'm just saying, hey, I just think the Colts are going to win the game. I, I think the Colts, uh, you know, I, I mentioned Rodney Dangerfield, you know, a little while ago. You know, for some reason, the Colts, you know, are the Rodney Dangerfields of the league, with the exception of Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it's like well, nobody, why is that? What are you saying that for? Uh, well, because it, like nobody really gives them respect. You know, they, you know, the, you know, in, in Indianapolis, ah, uh, they had a chance, but the Patriots kept beating them. So the Patriots have the three rings. Mm-hmm. So nobody. It's almost like they're the Buffalo Bills. You know, of the, old. Uh, <laughs> you know, when Jim Kelly couldn't win. You Jim know, Kelly Super four Bowls. Super Bowls and losing. Yeah, yeah right. And right. so that's what it's like. But uh, you know, the Colts have great tradition. As a matter of fact, you know, Peyton Manning just broke one of John Unitas' records the other day. You know, it's so amazing. They, they've got they they got great tradition. You know, but somebody else has got great tradition, and, and, and it's starting to happen this year. To, I what, mean, this, here? This, this night, the, the season's starting oh, for where? basketball. Oh, for basketball. Yeah, NBA starts tonight. Yeah, yeah and, and talking about great tradition. You know, the luck of the Irish. You know, they got they got Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and Ray Allen. If there's any team I think that improved themselves in the offseason, Boston. It definitely was them. And I, and I think, listen, I think they may win the East, and they may come. Well, out you know, of when you look at Boston, they're winning everything. They got the Patriots are doing well. Uh, the Red Sox just won the World Series and swept the. Uh, the, the Rockies, and now you have the NBA. And Boston College is number two. Boston College is number two, BC, and then and then you have uh, the Boston Celtics coming on with these three guys. And, we, that, and, and the things they could have got Kevin Garnett, they just didn't go the after Suns, him. Yeah, they didn't want to go after him. They, well, that just would have caused some controversy. But I tell you what, it seems like uh, Mr. Barkley, our good friend Charles Barkley, seems like he's upset with Kobe Bryant. Yeah, he's upset. Yeah, Kobe's not talking saying. about getting traded. The only uh, yeah, Kobe, just play, go play basketball. Well, they, that's what Charles yeah, said. Shut he, up. He's not playing shut basketball. Shut up and play basketball, Kobe. You know what? You make all this money in Los Angeles. Where are you going to go? That's I mean, Basketball gonna go? player on We're going to go to Nashville. Right anyway, talking about one other thing before we go off the air, uh, right from Associated Press, uh, Joe Girardi agrees to manage the New York Yankees. Well, you know, I, I think the Yankees had one of the best managers to ever. Joe manage Torrey said, "We like this." Am <laughs> I going to say it? F you to your five million. I'm out of here. No, it was a, it, it was a very incentive laden contract. Right. Well, five and million is five million. No, it's not. Oh, he wants the World Series. If you can't get to the World Series, he makes a million, right? Okay, something like that. You see what I'm saying? It's like that man deserved. 
more than five million. Bucks. Yes, he did. And you know what else? He's going to get it too. No, you'll get it someplace else. Right. Uh, Don Mattingly, he he's been with uh, with the Yankees for a long time. He told the team, "No way, no way, am I returning next year? I'm out of here too." So he's gone. Anyway, so you know our fans out there, Joe Girardi, if you're a baseball fan. Joe Girardi has agreed to a three-year contract to manage the Okay, Yankees. listen, we got about this going to be the, the fastest two minutes in Internet Talk Sports Radio. Go. Okay, now we're going to talk about real fast Arizona Cardinals. Are they going to be Tampa Bay? Uh, no. No, they're not? No. Oh, come on. Come on, come on, got two minutes. No, no, I want to I want to No, yeah, no, I'm, no. No? No. Yes? Tampa, no? Yes? Shut up. You got me confused. Okay. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> Tampa Bay is going to win the game. Okay, okay, how about Denver and uh, Detroit? Uh, Denver. Okay, how about Carolina, Tennessee? Uh, Tennessee. San Diego, Minnesota? San Diego. Uh, Washington and the Jets? Jets. Uh, 49ers and Atlanta? Uh, 49ers. Uh, yeah, because Atlanta's not going to win either. Cincinnati and Buffalo? Um, Cincinnati. Cincinnati needs to win that game. they, they got to win that game. That's Jack- why I'm picking Cincinnati. Jacksonville and New Orleans? Uh, New Orleans. Uh, Jacksonville is hot. They're playing Yeah, but really I think good. New Orleans is really hotter. Uh, okay, how about Green Bay and Kansas City? Um, <laughs> Brett Favre is hot. <laughs> what do you think I'm going to say? Uh, well, you got to go Brett, Brett Favre. Favre. Okay. Oh, because uh, the announcers love Brett Favre. I love Brett Favre. Uh, San Diego. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Seattle and Cleveland. I'm uh, going for Cleveland. I'm going Cleveland. Cleveland. New England and Indianapolis? Uh, the Colts. Baltimore and Pittsburgh? Uh, Pittsburgh. The Ravens need a win. I don't care. I'm okay. going with Pittsburgh. Okay, I'll take and, and the big game, the and, real big game, the Eagles and, and the, the Cowboys. And the Cowboys. So it's the Eagles and the Cowboys and the, Colts and, and the Colts and the uh, and whoever the and, the, and the other team. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So who's going to win? Eagles or the Cowboys? Uh, Eagles. Eagles and the Cowboys. Eagles. Eagles and the Cowboys. Philly Eagles. Anyway, we got to go. You've been listening to the Ray Ellis Show. I'm picking the Eagles, too. I don't want you to come back. Oh, okay, cool. You're a former Eagles player. Uh, anyway, you've been listening to Ray Ellis and FanMate on the Ray Ellis Sports Radio Show on the number one Internet sports radio talk network in the country, VoiceAmericaSports.com. And as always, I had a great time this time, and I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. I tell you, it's the kicker.